Have you ever faced a tough rejection? Have you struggled with your everyday life? Or have you ever questioned your mental sanity? I'm here to tell you you're not alone. Let's talk about how to turn these challenges into stepping stones. Let's talk about it. All, 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 all of my, all of my, all of my, I just want all of my chips. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Artistry Ascending, right here at Track Life. You know who I am. I'm your man, the meticulously multi-talented Mark W. Coming at you one more time yet again. How are you? If it's your first time here, don't be afraid to hit the like button, subscribe, and if you like it, come back for more. Today, we're going to talk about the other side of the music game. I know y'all are all used to seeing the highlight reel, the part that looks all good and shined and polished up, the part where everybody's rolling around in their truck and they got millions of dollars to spend. But there's another side to that coin. There is the negative side, what it takes to actually get to that mountaintop. Now, I'm not going to say I've gotten to the mountaintop, but I've seen my fair share of successes. That does not come without hitting a few potholes along the way. That going to say is how do we navigate when we hit those low moments, when you get rejected, when you got to balance life actually coming at you, when you're not actually feeling all that well to even get out of the bed to attack the day. How do we deal with that? How do we navigate that? You know, not everything is for everybody. Sometimes you'll put something out that just doesn't move everybody's needle. I'm gonna take you back a few years to the first time I did a music video with Track Life. More specifically, with the guy who shoots everything for Track Life, Matt. We did this little video called Run Pockets. To this day, I'm very proud of that music video. It's one of my favorites that I've done, that Mac and I have done, because we've shot more since then. But around the time when that came out, I was still getting people familiar with what I was doing. So. I had a client come to my studio because I do studio sessions from time to time. That client brought their girlfriend over. They were curious to know what my music sound like. That video just dropped. So I pulled it up on YouTube and I was just waiting for people to feel just as excited as I was. Well, I was sad, sadly surprised when her reaction to it was eh. clearly was not for her. Needless to say, that didn't feel good for me. Because I thought the world of this video, she thought it was something worth scrolling past. It's a few things I took from that scenario. One, learning the difference between constructive criticism and negative criticism. Obviously, eh was a negative criticism of the work. Fair, because that's how she felt. But for it to be constructive, there would have had to been something to build on that. How do I improve for the next project? It's only negative when they don't give you anything to build on. It takes me to the second step. You want to look inside and see what you might have done to move somebody else's needle. Maybe that video is just not for that person. Maybe that song you didn't release just isn't for that audience. You really want to understand the audience that you're trying to cater to. To that point, my third piece, your network. What does that look like? Do you have a bunch of yes men or do you have a bunch of real ones in your camp? What does yes men look like? Anything you do, they're going to say is dope. And we all know that is not true. You're going to put out some duds. You're going to put out some stuff that's not going to move everybody's needle. But if you got some real ones in your camp, they know what goal you're trying to achieve. They know what market you're trying to get into. They understand who you are as an artist. And they'll tell you, hey, this one ain't hitting the mark. My point is you want to have 
a circle of people that have your best interest at heart and don't want to see you fail. That's going to take some time to build, but you can't get there if you actively work at it. But that's my rejection story. I want to hear yours. Tell me in the comment, what's your biggest rejection story and what did you learn from that? I'm going to be reading. Let me take you back to 2017. A young Mark W. just moves in with his girlfriend, now wife. How you doing, baby? At that time, I had just got a new job at a big studio in Mid-City. Not only that, I was also doing my freelance business, which was videography, photography, and studio work. In this story, it's more so the studio work that I was freelancing, as well as <laughs> I was still performing on a bi-weekly basis. Shout out to Black House Music. Y'all always had a place for me to perform, and I still appreciate y'all to this day. In this particular stint, I got booked for an overnight studio session at the big studio in Mid-City. And when I say overnight, the session started at 11, ended at 5 o'clock, 5 a.m. That same day, I scheduled a freelance session starting at 12 o'clock. I don't remember when it ended, but I know it was more than four hours. Not only that, that night, I had a performance uh, back in Mid-City. I haven't seen my bed yet. I was tired. I was burnt out. What ended up happening was when I performed, I didn't mention I was headlining that show. When I performed, I bombed. When I say I bombed, I mean from track one to the last track, I forgot every single lyric. My point here is we as artists got to learn how to balance our personal life and our artistry life a little bit better. There are three ways we can do that. One, learning how to prioritize your tasks. I'm now living with someone else. Somebody else's livelihood is part of my responsibility. We as artists, artists tend to be a little selfish where we only think about our own, own livelihood. But when you're living with somebody else, their livelihood matters just as much as yours. What does that mean? Make sure those bills are paid. Prioritizing those tasks meant the studio session in Mid-City, the studio session in Inglewood probably should have took more precedence. I probably should have spent a little more time there and realized I didn't need to do the show that night. Not only that, set realistic goals. Is it realistic to have all those things planned out within the same day? Probably not. I didn't get an adequate amount of sleep because I spent the whole evening to the morning doing a studio session. Not only that, I'm going to another studio session. What's the realistic goal here? The realistic goal would be probably to kill it after that first studio session. I want to make sure I give myself enough time to rest. As a performer, maybe making sure I get enough sleep and not do the second studio session. Well, that brings me to the last point is don't be afraid to say no. I always find it very difficult to say no. I hate saying no to people. I don't know if you're that way as an artist at home, but for me, when I say no to somebody, I feel like I've just cut off something and I'm missing out. The reality is, as working artists, there are gonna be a lot of opportunities we miss out on. But your sanity, you're gonna have to say no to some things. There are some things you're gonna have to miss out on. In my case, I got to spend some time making sure bills are paid, making sure my now wife is taken care of. So that means saying no to a few things as an artist. And you got to be okay with that. You got to learn to prioritize and balance your personal and artist life. But that's just me and how I was able to find balance in my personal and artistry life. I want to hear yours. Tell me how you find a way to balance your artistry life and your personal life or commitments on the other side, outside of being an artist. How do you do that? Tell me in the comments, because you know I'm reading. Mental health is another avenue we got to tackle. For us as artists, it's very serious to take care of your mental health. 
We're seeing that now more than ever. Of course, the pandemic opened that up to us, letting us know that we got to take care of our mental health. I mean, when you're left alone for long enough, your brain will play tricks on you. And in an industry built to just take from you, you definitely got to take care and take stock of your mental inventory. Myself, uh, I actually dealt with some mental health crisis in the year 2023. It's... Um, it's difficult. At the time, I felt drained. I felt depleted. I felt creatively empty. So much so that I felt like I had nothing left to give. For my job, sure, I, I could I could do some things. But for myself and making music, I felt like I had nothing nothing else to offer to the world. Now, as as real creatives, we know there's an endless supply of things you can offer to the world. But I was that low. I felt like I was done. Obviously, I'm, I'm not in that space anymore. I'm right here in front of you guys creating and trying to give you information to help you in your artistry. But it took some things for me to get there. Now, I'm going to give you a few tips. They're not limited to these, but these are some steps that you can take. Tip number one, being mindful. Now, I had the wherewithal of being mindful that I was depleted, that I was drained, that I, I felt like there was something missing. What has helped to keep me mindful is I journal, making sure I'm aware of what thoughts I'm having and I process through them. I put on some binary beats, I pick out the frequency that I want, and I write with that music playing in the background. It's a nice soothing thing. It's not, you know, actual beats. It's, it's actually tones played in certain frequencies. In fact, if you want to really dive in on some meditative music, I suggest getting Andre 3000's new album. That's going to help you out a lot more. You don't necessarily have to do it that way. You can take a walk, which leads me to physical activity. Now, of course, we know physical activity makes you look good, but there's another side to that. It actually makes you feel good, too. And feeling good is where we want to start with mental health. It doesn't have to be really strenuous. It doesn't have to be just walking from one end of the couch to the other, but something that gets you physically active. Just getting out and going for a walk will definitely get your mind moving and realizing that you're still here and you're still able to do some things. Lastly, and I can't stress this enough. If you need help, go get it. If you need to talk to somebody, whether it's a friend or a professional, do it. In fact, there are a few sites. We're not sponsored by these sites. Betterhelp.com and uh, mind.org.uk. We're not sponsored by them. These are just avenues you can take. And there are many others like that. Me personally, I like to talk to people in person. Uh, when I actually did go through my mental breakdown, I went and saw somebody, a professional, and talk through some of my setbacks, some of the things that I was feeling personally. When you're in this industry that's built to only take from you, obviously we give things to our public and our community, but we need something for ourselves. And when you give too much of yourself away, you're going to feel low. But we can recharge by staying active, being mindful of where we're at, and seeking help when we need it. Today, we tackled a few things. We talked about dealing with rejection, how to balance your personal artistry life and your personal commitments. Then we also talked a little bit about mental health. I think all of these things are important. All of these things present a challenge, but remember every challenge that comes up in this artistry is a chance, a chance for you to get stronger and get better day by day. If you found anything that we talked about today helpful, please be sure to hit the like, Subscribe and don't forget to share this with one of your artist friends that might be going through some challenging times right now. Thank you for joining us here at Artistry Ascending. 
Make sure you come back to Track Life for more information just like this. I'm your man, the meticulously multi-talented Mark W. Coming at you one more time yet again. How are you? Remember, tap in with me. I always tap back. Peace. All, 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 all of my, all of my, I just want all of my chips.